If you've been feeling overwhelmed with anxiety lately, try listening to a guided meditation on the Meditation for Anxiety podcast. Meditation is a proven natural way to help you calm down and dissolve stress so you can feel lighter and happier. So subscribe for free today to the Meditation for Anxiety podcast by searching for Meditation for Anxiety on your favorite podcast player. For the best way to fall asleep with Nightfalls, you can now become a premium supporter. Enjoy the entire back catalogue of Nightfalls classics, all with a rich, immersive and totally ad-free experience. If you love falling asleep to Nightfalls, Nightfalls Premium will elevate your sleep while helping to support myself and the team. We love creating Nightfalls, but without supporters, it wouldn't be possible. Join Nightfalls Premium today in just two taps on both Apple Podcasts or via the Supercast link found in the show notes for all other podcast players. Your sleep will thank you for it, and so will I. Jeffrey. Welcome back to Nightfalls. Come, settle in for tonight's calming meditation and soothing bedtime story. As always, don't worry if you fall asleep before the end. You can drift off whenever you're ready. Join me beside the campfire as I tell you the story of a young woman called Ray. Ray has always been a free spirit. And just as I spent my younger years backpacking across the globe, so too did she. One day, she climbed to the very top of the world and finally got to see all of its sights in one awe-inspiring view. Drift above everything and everyone tonight and leave the bustle of daily life in your wake as you settle in for a raised tale. Before we begin, why not take a moment to wind down? Your journey into relaxation tonight starts with something as simple and uncomplicated as a deep breath in through your nose and out through your mouth. With every cycle of your breath, you're drawing that cleansing, restorative air into your body. As you exhale, your out-breath washes away any tension bound up within you. Breathing in deeply, feel that breath cleansing your core and clearing your mind. 
and exhaling. As you release any thoughts or feelings that no longer serve you on your out breath. Know that the world breathes with you. There is no one and nothing that is not constantly growing and changing, learning and adapting. If you ever feel unsure of yourself or fear you've lost your way in life, know that that's okay. Simply take a moment to breathe in and out to reconnect with the world around you. And you'll find that you are never alone. With that in mind, Take a deep breath in and hold it for a moment as you vow to enjoy the journey of life. Exhaling, let go of the pressure or desire to be anywhere other than where you are in this very moment. You're right where you're supposed to be. Now, if you're feeling ready, tonight's tale can begin. The top of the world. What a beautiful notion. The idea that you are standing at the tallest point, floating above everyone and everything looking down on the world to admire it from on high. It's an ethereal image. It must be one of the most enlightening experiences and feelings to gaze upon the beauty and majesty of the world. That is exactly why when Ray heard about it, she had to find it. Rhea had always longed to see the world. She liked her home in a quaint town in England. But she knew that there was so much more out there waiting to be explored. Every country has its own charm, history, people and customs and she wanted to see it all. She wanted to wander around every city and ride horses in the Australian outback. She dreamt of visiting the seven wonders of the world and swimming with wild dolphins. She longed to walk along the Great Wall of China and ride camels through the desert. Every incredible thing that was out there in the world, she wanted to see it. As soon as she had saved up enough money, she set off on her quest to travel around the world. It was whilst in Tibet with Buddhist monks 
that she heard about this legendary place, the top of the world. She'd spent several months at a Buddhist retreat, learning their ways, following their schedule, and spending her days meditating and studying. She wanted to learn how to appreciate everything more and find solace in her own mind and being. She had found it hard to meditate originally, but with daily practice, it had become easier. Focusing on her breath helped her to calm her mind, but she could only ever hold on to it for a few minutes before she would start thinking about what she was going to eat for lunch that day. As Ray often declared, she had an adventurous spirit and a curious mind that couldn't easily be shut off. She was always thinking ahead to the next thing. One day, whilst chatting with a monk named Mucho, Ray had expressed her hopes to continue travelling the world until she had seen everything possible. Only then would she feel like she had lived a fulfilling and happy life. Mucho nodded his head softly, with a contemplative look in his eyes, and suggested to her that she climb to the top of the world. From there, she would be able to see everything that the world has to offer in one spectacular view. Ray had taken the directions from him and left the Buddhist monastery the next week to go out in search of this place that Mucho named the top of the world. She knew that she surely wouldn't be able to see the whole world from this mysterious viewpoint. But by the sound of it, it would be a magnificent view and a true accolade to make it there anyway. Now, here she was, several weeks later, after numerous flights, traipsing through villages, asking for directions from locals, and trekking through forest land to find her way to the base of a mountain. She'd been told that by climbing this mountain, she would reach the top of the world. The mountain's summit was so high that the clouds could be seen floating around it, like white, fluffy orbs. Although, she could see the peak of the mountain poking out at the top. So perhaps this viewpoint wasn't quite so high after all. There was no way that it could be the top of the world, as Mucho had declared. 
climbing the stone staircase up the mountainside. She wondered what it might be like at the top and hoped that the view would be worth the long journey, as promised by Mucho. She slowly started to climb up the staircase, counting as she went. One, two, three, four, five, six. With every step, she could feel a pulling sensation guiding her up the stone staircase. It felt as if she had grown invisible wings that lifted her up off her feet and allowed her to float on air up the mountainside. The gentle breeze dancing around her seemed to rock her softly from side to side like a baby in a cradle as she was carried up the staircase. Eventually, as the top of the steps came into sight, she felt her heart grow warm with delight. She was so close. She was about to witness what she had been told about and dreamed of for weeks now. She counted down the remaining steps in her head. Ten. Nine. Eight. Seven. Six. Five. Four. Three. Two. One. She had made it. Pulling her rucksack off her back and placing it down on the ground, she walked several steps onto the flat mountain top before turning around to admire the view. she gazed over the edge of the mountain, down to earth, she gasped in disbelief. She could hardly believe her eyes. This place had been dubbed the top of the world for a reason. Miraculously, from up here, she could see what appeared to be every country in the world, in all of their splendor. She could spot the Statue of Liberty peeping out from between the buildings of New York City. And she could see the vast deserts of Asia spanning for thousands of miles before reaching civilization. There was the Sydney Opera House and the nearby harbour with its giant boats. And there was the Eiffel Tower 
with people drinking coffee and eating pastries outside cafes nearby. The seven wonders of the world were there to behold before her eyes. All at once. The Great Pyramid of Giza. The Hanging Gardens of Babylon. And the Statue of Zeus at Olympia. Were all there, right in front of her eyes. She was even sure that she could spot her own hometown in England from afar. She didn't know how any of this could be possible, but she didn't really care. It truly was a miraculous view. Ray was in absolute awe. She dropped to her knees and sat down next to her rucksack, never taking her eyes off the view for a moment. A part of her wondered if it would all disappear the moment she looked away, and she didn't want to risk that. After spending so many years desiring to see the whole world, here she was, seeing it all at once, Now she knew why Mucho spoke so highly of the viewpoint. It was a humbling experience. There was no need to rush around catching trains to new cities or boarding last-minute flights to dart across to a new country. It was all here. She had always believed that the world possessed many beautiful places to discover. But, seeing it all at once, it was overwhelming. Every speck of land was magnificent, whether it was crowded with buildings and people, or untouched and spacious. She understood now why Mucho had spoken so highly of this place, and also why it wasn't too well known. If too many people knew about it, it would be ruined. Here, seated amidst the mountainous terrain, the sense of peace and tranquility was undeniable. Ray sat for hours and hours watching the world go by. As day turned into night, she grew weary and knew that she must rest. But she was concerned that the view may somehow not be here when she woke. After all, this was surely a miracle that she was witnessing. Miracles were fleeting and secretive. As the sky grew dark and stars began to twinkle above her, she pulled her sleeping bag out of her rucksack and fastened herself up tightly in it. 
tucked in snugly. She laid her head on top of her bag and continued to gaze down at the view below her until her eyes could stay open no longer. And she succumbed to the allure of sleep. It felt like night left as soon as it arrived and almost as soon as she had shut her eyes dawn was breaking yet again. She watched the golden sunrise of the morning as it climbed and swept over the rocky peaks all the way up to the spot where she laid basking her in the warmest light. She looked to her left and much to her surprise she saw a man sitting cross-legged at the top of the staircase. His eyes were closed and his hands were gently resting on the tops of his knees. His greying hair ruffled in the breeze and the fine lines on his face seemed to relax and unfold with each breath he took. He appeared as if he was in the middle of a deep meditative state and he looked so calm. He did not take notice of her but continued to focus on his breath breathing in the cool morning air holding it within him for a few seconds and then slowly releasing the breath back out through his nose. She watched as his stomach rose with each inhale and deflated with each exhale. He was lost in the simplicity of breathing and being. She didn't want to disturb the man, so instead she decided to take a leaf out of his book and take some time to meditate herself. After all, there was no more peaceful place to meditate than at the top of the world. There was only her, the man, and the views from the mountaintop. Closing her eyes, she felt the glow and heat of the morning sun massage her eyelids as if she were wearing a soothing heated eye mask. This was better than any spa treatment she had had. She took a deep inhale, filling her lungs and raising her shoulders all the way up to her ears. And as she exhaled, she released the tension she was holding and allowed her shoulders to melt all the way back down, feeling her shoulder blades relax. She repeated this motion a couple of times until she felt like her muscles no longer held the tension left behind by her rucksack straps. 
Her shoulder muscles felt renewed. Copying the men, she rested her hands on top of her knees, allowing her fingers to spread and softly clasp around her kneecaps. She wiggled her fingers briefly and then let them settle into a natural state. With her eyes closed, sitting up tall in the cross-legged position, she began breathing in through her nose, feeling the air invigorate her lungs and energize her body. And then, as she breathed out, she felt it all slip away, relieving her entire body of all tension and expectation. She continued to do this for quite a while, focusing on the breath and not much else. Her mind felt quiet and content. Her body thanked her for taking the time to check in and heal. And after a while, she almost felt like she was floating. She was unaware of anything around her. She couldn't even feel the ground beneath her legs anymore. She felt as light as air in body, mind, and spirit. It was an enlightening feeling with nothing to distract her and nowhere to be. She became lost in the feeling and it was blissful. When she eventually came back to her body and her consciousness, she didn't know how long she had been sitting there. However, it didn't matter. She could have been sitting there for hours and it would have made no difference. She heard the quiet sound of shuffling and she looked back to her left to see the mystery man rummaging in the satchel and pulling out a small loaf of bread. He glanced up at her, catching her eye, and smiled. He held up the loaf and said, Care to join me? Ray smiled back at the man and moved over to go sit closer to him. She draped her legs over the top step of the mountain staircase and glanced back down at the view below. Every time she took in the picturesque views, they took her breath away. The man tore his loaf in half and handed a piece to Ray. She graciously thanked him and began to pick at the soft, spongy snack. It tasted delightful and reminded her of a sweet bread she had enjoyed from a bakery in France many years ago. 
It was funny, now that she thought about it. She had proclaimed Paris the most beautiful city she had seen at the time, and the sweet bread, the best she had tasted. But now that she sat here at the top of the world, she wondered she could ever have thought it possible to pick one place or moment to declare as the most beautiful. Every moment and every sight she had seen on her way had been remarkable. The moment that seemed the most beautiful and the most vivid was always whichever moment she found herself present in. In this moment, on the top of the world, Ray could think of nothing more impressive than the view before her. Nothing more delicious than the simple loaf of bread this stranger had kindly shared with her. The view is wonderful, isn't it? Ray proclaimed wistfully to the man, breaking the silence between them. The man continued to look ahead and replied, Indeed it is. There is no better view than from the top of the world, is there? She nodded her head in agreement. They sat in silence for several more moments, eating the loaf of bread and admiring the view below. The midday sun had shone through the wispy clouds, revealing a clearer view of what was below. Ray could see the towns and cities below come to life. To the right, where the land was golden and open, she watched as farmers tended to their animals. Market stalls of fresh fruit and vegetables bustled with customers, and children played in the lakes and rivers, laughing and frolicking with delight. It was a simple scene, and it was idyllic. Then, to the left, where the land was greener and decorated with buildings, she saw children climbing trees and chasing each other around parks, whilst elders sat on nearby benches and watched with contentment. Cars weaved in between buildings, taking people to their social events and places of work. People sat outside restaurants eating, drinking and laughing. And music flowed from the street performers and theatres. She was viewing many different ways of living and all of them were magical in their own way. There was simplicity and joy throughout the scenes. The skyscraper buildings, 
and the wide open spaces, the stone cottages and the wooden houses, the mountains and the valleys and the forests and the deserts. It was utterly incredible to see them all laid out next to each other, like a giant jigsaw puzzle of colours and shapes and life. Marie wasn't sure she ever wanted to return back down to Earth, when she could admire it all from up here. What brought you to the top of the world? The greying man eventually asked her, breaking their unspoken vow of silence. I heard about it from a Buddhist monk back in Tibet, whilst I was travelling around, Ray replied. The world fascinates me, and I want to see as much of it as I can in my lifetime. So when I heard about this spot, I thought, what better place to see the world than from the top of it? The man nodded his head in agreement. I understand. When there is so much life out there, you want to embrace it as much as you can. There can never be enough time to do and see everything. But you can certainly try to do as much as possible. What brought you here? Ray returned the question. I didn't see you when I arrived. But you were here this morning when I awoke. Did you only just get here? The man shook his head and grinned. I've been here for many, many years now. So many. I can barely recall the time before I arrived. Ray was amazed. This man lived on the top of the world. She looked around over her shoulder at the cascading mountain terrain around them, but could see nothing. She couldn't see a house or a tent that he might live in, or a blanket to wrap himself in when the nights grew cooler. In fact, all she could see in his possession was the small satchel on his side. How peculiar, she thought to herself. Perhaps he lived in a hidden spot that she couldn't see. The man began to speak as if the floodgates had opened, and now he couldn't stop. Being up here is a great privilege. I get to see so many magnificent wonders from up here. Most people don't take the time to notice the beauty in each day. But I see it so clearly from this angle. I've watched new life be introduced to the world. And the constant celebrations of love. Love within a community within couples, amongst families, 
Love is everywhere when you really look. I watch the seasons change and how the world's colours alter to match it. The different flowers that sprout every season and light up the landscape and the glistening white snow that coats the world like a blanket in the cooler times. I see how the oceans ebb and flow from the shore and track the ships as they sail across the sea, gliding along the silky blue waves. Even the animals have stories to tell, and I get to observe them from up here, watching them come into this world and grow and move through life so magnificently is a treat to behold. Being up here is a great privilege. But sometimes I wish I wasn't such a bystander. Though I get to see the wonders of life every day. I do not truly get to experience them. Up here I am safe and everything is beautiful. But I'm also alone. With no one to share this beauty with. The man looked into Ray's eyes for a moment and then looked back out at the view, letting the comment linger in the air. Are you happy though? Ray asked. I am content, which is what I believe we should all strive for, he replied wisely. Wouldn't life be happier? If people were content with their lot. Ray thought hard about the question he posed. She loved her life and had always enjoyed exploring, learning new things and meeting new people. She had a zest for life that was infectious and inspiring, but she could never sit still she always wanted more, which is what had brought her here. Now, from this view from the top of the world, she had seen it all. To return back down to Earth would mean going back to only seeing a small amount of it at a time. When she could stay here, like this man and see it all every day but the rest of her life. Taking in the world below, she smiled to herself. Life in all its forms was miraculous and her heart felt full of gratitude and wonder as she took in its beauty. But she knew what the man meant by his words. The true beauty in life lies not in being a bystander to its beauty, but by being a part of it and experiencing it for yourself. The good, the bad, beautiful, 
and the ugly. It was all a part of the experience. But he turned back to the man. But he was no longer there. He had gone. Disappeared into thin air. As if he had never been there in the first place. There was no satchel. No breadcrumbs. No house in the distance. She looked down at her feet where they rested on the top of the stone staircase she had made her way up just the day before. She had climbed for so long to reach the top and the view from up here was definitely worth the climb. But now she knew it was time for her to go back down. Pulling herself to her feet, picking up her rucksack, and slinging it gently over her shoulders. She prepared to leave. Her bag felt as light as air, like she had no load to carry. She took one last look down, the world below, taking a mental picture of the landscape felt her body fill with warmth. Her mind was clear and her heart soared with a sense of relief. The staircase down the mountainside flowed out in front of her, welcoming her footsteps. She took a calming deep breath and began the journey back down to earth.